Hey everyone, this is Beth. And I'm Jeff. And this is your Enneagram Coach, the podcast, where we're here to help you to see yourselves with astonishing clarity so that you can break free from self-condemnation, fear, and shame by knowing and experiencing the unconditional love, forgiveness, and freedom in Christ. Well, keep in mind, hey, we're on YouTube. Head over there, watch this podcast, like it, and definitely hit subscribe so you don't miss anything new. Hey, today we're excited about bringing a nine-part series talking specifically about Enneagram wings. So you'll definitely want to stick around because uh, we're going to be talking more about wings, how they show up in both healthy and unhealthy ways, uh, and we're going to be talking with people that they can share from their experience of their type in that wing. They're going to be able to experience a level of change, both personally, relationally, and professionally, more than you could have ever dreamed. And we get a lot of questions about wings. So this series is going to be a great place to learn more and then to integrate this understanding in your everyday life. So in today's episode, we're going to be going over the six common questions that we get about wings. So Beth, let's start off. What are wings? Okay. Well, essentially, wings are the two Enneagram numbers directly next to your main type on the symbol. So that's it. It's that simple. (laughs) Um, So if you identify as a type six like Jeff, then guess what? Your wings are five and seven. If you're like me and you identify as a nine, then your wings are one and eight. They're the two numbers directly next to your main type. Now, Mm -hmm. some people mistakenly believe that their wings are determined by the second highest score on their Enneagram test, but that's not accurate. Again, just to simplify everything, your wings are the two numbers directly next to your main type on the symbol. Great. Uh, Now, for those who are listening but are not sure about their main type, what steps can someone take to find their main type and to discover what their wings are? Yeah, so here are a few options in helping you to discover your main type and then, of course, your wings. First, the Enneagram is all about understanding the reasons and motivations behind why you think, feel, and behave. Therefore, it's crucial to always look first at the core motivations of each of the nine types and then determine based off those core motivations, which one is your main type, why you do what you do. The great news is that we offer a free PDF download that you can quickly and easily see all nine types core motivations. All you got to do is go to yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash core motivations. So print that off, take a look at it, and see which one best represents the core reasons why you think, feel, and behave in the particular ways that you do. Now, even though we all have a little bit of all the nine types inside us, there's one that reigns supreme, and that's your main type. So take a look at what is the driving force behind all that you do. Now, once you know your main type and you have this PDF, keep it close by because during these nine episodes, we're going to talk more about your wings, those two numbers on either side of your main type and their unique perspective, which comes from their core motivations. See, they see, interpret and react to the world based off of their core motivations. And they're going to chime in and try to influence your main Mm -hmm. type from their perspective. They're trying to get your main type to see it their way and to do it their way. So it's going to be really helpful to have all those nine core motivations at hand to really understand why do I feel pulled inside? Why do I feel confused and indecisive? That PDF is going to be helpful. So to get it again, go to yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash core motivations. You know, another option to determine your main type is to simply take our free type assessment that you can find at yourenneagramcoach.com. We've just learned that we've had over 3 million people around the world who take it. So it's at the top right-hand corner. You see a big yellow button there on the homepage. (laughs) So that's yourenneagramcoach.com. 
take the free assessment. And I will say that it's still important to compare your assessment results with the core motivation uh, download that Beth was just talking about to help you clarify and correctly identify your main type. Mm -hmm. So be sure to go hit uh, get that PDF uh, so that you can find your type. Now, some people are still having trouble finding their type even after these two, and that's perfectly normal. People struggle to find their main type. Like I said, we use several types to varying degrees. So if you're stuck, all you got to do is go to myenneagramcoach.com where you can find a certified coach that will take you through a typing interview. Then once you know your main type, you can then easily determine your wings because, yep, they're the two numbers on either side <laughs> of your main type on the symbol. That's right. Well, I know that another question that people have is, how do our wings give shape to the expression of our main type? Yeah. Well, it's a great question. Now, one of the main focuses in our new book, uh, More Than Your Number, is where we're going to show you how you are more than just one type or more mm -hmm. than just your main type. Yeah, your main type is the driving force behind why you think, feel, and behave in particular ways. That is true, yes. But there are other parts that influence you. Working alongside your main type, there are a variety of other Enneagram numbers that you're connected to, like your wings and the two numbers that are connected with your type with those lines, and we call those Enneagram paths. So these are the four connecting types connected to your main type. And so you're not just one number, these influence you. Now we'll discuss Enneagram paths in another podcast series, but for today, we're gonna take a look at those two wings that you're connected to and how they affect you. Now these four connecting parts, we call it your Enneagram internal profile or EIP for short. And again, we totally hope that you'll get our book more than your number because it will clearly explain what EIP is in a fuller form. Now, each of these connecting types have their own core motivations, perspectives, and way of interacting with all circumstances based off of whether they're healthy or unhealthy. Now, these are all parts of you, and each of these connecting types or parts have their own core motivations, like I spoke about earlier, with their perspectives and the way they interact, and they're going to try to influence you. But they'll influence you in healthy and unhealthy ways, depending on your current heart condition, whether it is aligned or misaligned with the gospel. And it's also helpful for us to understand how we have these conflicting parts and how to guide them in healthier ways. Well, that's right, sweetie. So we experience these conflicting parts all the time. We say things like, well, part of me wants this or part of me feels this way, but another part of me wants or desires to do something different. Your wings bring their own perspectives based upon their core motivations and bring up in you, perhaps at times, contradicting thoughts and feelings that can cause you to feel stuck, torn, or indecisive. So as we talk about wings, keep in mind that your main type always remains the lead part within you with its core motivations. But in the podcast series, we're going to be uh, take you on a journey to learn more about how your wings, how these parts of you show up and influence your thoughts and behaviors in both positive and negative ways, depending upon the health of your heart condition at any given moment. When you're aligned with the gospel, you can access the healthy side of these wings. Uh, but if if you're misaligned with the truth of the gospel, you're going to draw from the unhealthy sides of these wings as well. So being aware of how you're using your wings in any given moment can make a huge difference in your life because it allows you to have better understanding of what's happening and to make adjustments that are more healthy. Okay, so Jeff, there's another question that people ask a lot, and it's, do we have one wing or do we use both wings? 
Yeah, well, that's right. So oftentimes you hear people say, like, I'm a three with a four wing. Well, we all have two wings, and we use them to varying degrees depending upon the situation. Some people might use one wing more than the other in certain circumstances, which is known as their dominant wing in the Enneagram community. However, it's important to recognize that we use both wings. It's essential to be aware of whether we are using them in healthy and unhealthy ways as well. So by doing so, we can make adjustments to become more like Christ better able to love others, to love ourselves, and to love God. So Beth, what we're going to dive into next is how can we determine which wing we are using at any given time, and how do we know if our wings are affecting our main type in healthy or unhealthy ways? Okay, so to determine which wing you're using, it's important to have a deeper understanding about your main type's core motivations and its typical behaviors. Because once you then understand your main type's core motivations, you're going to understand when the wings are popping up because they're going to be different. In any given situation, take some time to kind of self-observe. Pay attention to the thoughts, the feelings, and the behaviors that rise within you and see if they actually coincide with your main type or if possibly it coincides with one of your wings. So I know like for us, Jeff, you know, if I'm, if we're in a conversation and something activates me internally, mm-hmm. I, one, want to think through, okay, what part of this is, am I being activated from my type nine core motivations, mm-hmm. my main type? But then there's some things that we'll all see. I'm like, wait, that doesn't seem very nine-ish. Yeah. Um, maybe. And particularly as an identifier. So if you think of it like a trailhead, the first experience that you may have may be a wing that's activated on behalf of the core motivations of your main type. Right, because it's always trying to support your main type, but it's wanting to influence that main type to do its way. that's right. So, for instance, um, if something is happening and it's not going just right, my one might show up and, and want things to be fixed, to be corrected, to be detailed or precise. And what's interesting is that it doesn't necessarily show up towards me. It may show up internal to you're not getting it right versus that I'm not getting it right. Yeah, absolutely. And so I need to recognize that if there are um, a lot more um, shameful or self-condemnation criticisms within me. Now, we have to remember that these types are blending together. So it's not just a type one as if Mm -hmm. um, I am a main type one. It is on the behalf of my main type. So it's going to come at it from a slightly different angle than a pure type one. Um, But then maybe I see some kind of injustice. Maybe I see someone being overlooked or marginalized. Well, my type eight might show up Mm -hmm. very frustrated and wanting to um, have justice happen, uh, plowing a path for them, helping them to have the confidence, the assurance to get from where they are to where they want to go. And so I might show up with a little bit more of strength. As a type nine, now it won't be probably as bold and as um, assertive as a type eight, but it definitely gives me a sense of confidence and the will to actually speak or do something on the behalf of others. Yes. And so that is kind of how you guys want to think about, you know, your main type. So as a type nine, I want everyone to be seen, to be heard, to have a place. And when I see that not happening, my eight might come and support my type nine in a very specific way, which is beautiful. And my type one also wants justice and they want the right thing to be done and also can support my type nine who probably doesn't want to uh, step into the con- into conflict or tension. But these two can help me to actually speak in a way that is very nine-ish, very kind, but assertive. 
And that is how you can start to recognize how your wings are um, appearing in different ways. Now, of course, we'll go into it a little bit further, um, especially when we get into each of the episodes about how your wings show up in both healthy and unhealthy ways, because it's both there, depending on your heart condition in that particular moment. Well, you know, in a similar situation, I was uh, coaching a gentleman who is a type seven who's starting his own business. And to show you how two wings can show up both in healthy and unhealthy ways. um, So for the type seven, they have a type six and a type eight wing. Mm -hmm. And the six wing really shows up as the imposter syndrome. It Mm -hmm. holds the negative beliefs. Are you sure you can do this? Are you sure you're qualified for this? But the eight part is actually the energy that pushes him through all the obstacles that any entrepreneur would, uh, would face in starting a new venture like that. So these two wings, he's going to experience the tension inside. But the reality is, is that one, the six wing has a gift to offer to him as a type seven to help bring uh, measure, uh, Mm -hmm. sobriety to not taking on every new initiative, but some new initiatives. And the eight part of him can actually help him to push through and to stay steadfast, even whenever things get really, really hard for him, particularly whenever he's doing his his business is going to be coaching other people Mm -hmm. when it becomes uh, where he's actually advocating on behalf of another person. Mm -hmm. Wings are really important to the expression of our type. And so uh, these are simple ways to recognize them and be able to provide leadership to them. So another common question is, do our wings change over time? Wow. Good question. And the answer is no and yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It, it kind of depends on how you take the question. That's right. right. So if it's, um, I only use one wing um, and then it switches to the other and that's it. No. Yeah. And you'll always have those two wings. So as a six, I will always have a five and a seven wing. Right. I'll never have a four wing. Right. I'll never have a eight wing. And it's because? It's not the numbers that are next to the type six. Right. Directly <laughs> next to your type on the an Enneagram symbol. But something does change regarding yes. our wings. Yeah. So what we want to recognize is that um, your wings change over time and seasons of life, growth and unhealth. Um, just like we do. And that's what why the Enneagram is so dynamic is because it is really showing us the ebb and flow of mm-hmm. who we are and how we're constantly either growing or we're not growing. Um, and so when we are growing, we'll see our wings actually grow in strength and in balance. And it's going to assist our main type in a way that actually builds our main type up in, in great ways. But when we are not paying attention to ourselves and our inner world, We'll also notice how our wings will start following our misaligned heart, yes. and it will try to convince us to follow it in its misaligned ways. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, our main our, our wings change as in health over times, but also in circumstances. Like I said, maybe I'm in a cer- certain mm-hmm. circumstance where my eight rises up a lot more than the one, and vice versa in different situations. And sometimes they're both there. They're both driving in. Yes. Um, and that's perfectly fine and okay. It's more important to recognize and to know how they're showing up and not to bring in self-condemnation or fear mm-hmm. or shame, but to have a non-judgmental viewpoint of it and to welcome it so that we can bring in the healthy, beloved part of our heart to lead, to shepherd, to mentor our heart into a healthier way. Yeah. So as a type six, I always have a five and a seven wing, but how my five wing shows up has changed over the years. Earlier in my career, I call this part of me, Bob, uh, used to research and read anxiously. 
but I've learned to apply the gospel to my sixth heart. And as I read now and research, I'm just inclined to do so less out of fear and anxiety, but more out of confidence and curiosity. So Beth, uh, take us a step further in the idea that our wings can change or shift when we gain better understanding and insight for personal growth. Yeah, sure. So to use your wings for personal growth and insight, again, it's really important to become aware of when they're really trying to drive your behavior to influence your main type in the way they see things. So for example, if you're like me and you're a type nine and you find yourself withdrawing from a situation where there's maybe tension, but you really should be assertive, take a take some time to really assess what attributes from your type eight wing or your type one wing that can help you and benefit you. So with a type eight, I can think, oh, you know, that type eight is really strong and assertive and says what needs to be said. And I know I'm probably not going to be as direct and blunt as a type eight, a person who um, has that as their main type, but the eight can assist me. And so I can confidently know that the way that God created me, I have that as a part of me and I can Mm -hmm. utilize it. So I can step out in faith and speak more boldly and confidently about a situation that actually needs that. Now, on the flip side, again, with a type one, if something needs to be reformed, corrected, fixed, and I might typically want to withdraw and just kind of like, oh, it's okay as it is, or I'll fix it myself. Well, sometimes that's just not Mm -hmm. the best thing. And it's too scary for us nines to actually say what needs to be said. But I can lean into my type one wing and know that it can assist me in this way by saying what's right, what's good, Mm -hmm. and the reform that needs to happen, but also trusting that my nine is going to do it in a very warm and kind way. And so by bringing those in, I know that I have a lot of tools and the resources and the way God designed me to actually accomplish things in a really beautiful way. So understanding your unique EIP or what we call the Enneagram internal profile from our book, More Than Your Number, I really recommend that you go and get it because in the back of the book, you're going to see cheat sheets. (laughs) They're really not cheat sheets, but I call them cheat sheets because... It's definitely going to be a map of your internal world. So it's a quick reference that really helps that you don't have to discover this yourself. Easily accessible. We really um, put everything in these bite-sized pieces so that you can easily consume it and digest it and then use it like today. So I really recommend that you get our book so that you can more clearly see how your wings show up in healthy and unhealthy ways, and just the complexity, the beautiful complexity that God has created you. So that's just my recommendation on understanding how these work in a more dynamic way. So plus, in each of the next nine episodes, we're going to be exploring the wings in depth to help you understand how each type's wings influence and affect you in various ways. But not only that, we're going to clearly show you how each wing can range from healthy to unhealthy. In addition, uh, we're going to be to help us get us the real feel for how these wings show up and what they're like. We're going to be interviewing people of each type, and they're going to share what they've learned about their main type and how their wings show up and affect them. Each of our guests have taught themselves how to be aware of when they are displaying less healthy attributes of the wings and use the realization to better utilize their wings to move to a, in a healthier direction. So we're excited to take you on this journey with us. You're going to be learning so much more about yourself, about others, and what it looks like to grow. And remember, download that free PDF on the core motivations that I talked about earlier. Have it handy so that you can first know why your main type 
thinks, feels, and behaves the way it does, but then also how your wings think, how they interpret the world, and how they try to chime in and influence your main type. You can get that free PDF at yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash core motivations. So if you're interested in learning more about the Enneagram, please visit our website at yourenneagramcoach.com. Or if you're ready to take it a step further by getting personalized Enneagram coaching, then check out our incredible certified coaches directory at myenneagramcoach.com. Yeah. And for those of you that are like me and you love the Enneagram, you experience great transformation, you desire to pay it forward and helping others with this tool, then look at our Become an Enneagram Coach course where you can find what it's like to actually be trained as an Enneagram coach and then bless others, whether you want it as a side hustle, a hobby, part-time or full-time. So to learn more, all you have to do is go to yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash BEC. And as always, The Enneagram reveals your need for Jesus, not your need to work harder, because it is the gospel that transforms us. Thank you, and we'll see you in the next episode on Type 1's Wings.